Welcome to the Project Life Podcast. I am Mike Watson. On this podcast, we're going to explore being a dad and operating the world in that role. Also, the other role of just being a dude, being a man in this world. And then lastly, it's about running a business with my wife. So the ins and outs of how we make that happen, advice and things that I've learned over my lifetime and things that actually work to grow our business. So enjoy this episode of Project Life with Mike Watts and have a great rest of the day. Welcome back to Project Life with Mike Woods. Uh, this is part five of our health journey that we have been on. Man, I have been on a rant. That's all I got to say um, with this. But I, like I said, I find this so important and so valuable to pay attention to what is actually going on. Because <clears throat> I'm reading this book called The Baby Boomers, A Generation of Psychopaths. <laughs> it's this crazy book. It's very interesting read, but it's talking about the amount of debt that the United States is in and how nobody's really addressing it, especially when it comes to um, Social Security, as well as Medicare and Medicaid and and sorry, I got the hiccups. Hold on. Okay, and what we're going to have to pay for as a society, because this all these programs are going to run out soon. And when we look down the line in about the next decade or so, and who's gonna be funding these operations. And a lot of it is falling back on the younger generations because of where the baby boomers are and how old they're getting and they're gonna die and all this other stuff, right? So it's really interesting, the perspective shift in this to think about what are we actually spending money on and what are we expecting to happen? Because I feel like now this entitlement mentality that has happened in the United States, and this is not just for like, The Republican side, so if we talk about it, what we see in the news on a daily basis, like Paul Ryan and those guys really attack younger, the poor or lower class or lower middle class families, and that's who they really affect and go after. And that's who will be affected by all of this stuff. But a lot of it is the, it's it's the expectation of what that middle class is or the upper middle class of how they're just going to ride the system on their way out. And this is changing from generation to generation to generation. And then this is, uh, we are going to swing back here around health because it is important because the responsibility is going to be falling on independent ownership of taking personal responsibility for your own actions, right? And that's exactly the direction we're moving. That's what's happening with, I'm at the upper end of the millennials. So I'm technical and millennial, like at the older end of that um, versus the younger end. So it's... um. Yeah, it's a pretty cool place to be, and I'm really happy to be there, and I'm happy to like see where the changes take place and what moves forward and how things progress and what that ends up happening. But this comes back to health because it's about taking responsibility. In part five, we're going to deal with what is the deal with the all the supplements and big pharma. So I shared earlier this week about how in California that they are requiring all these children to be vaccinated with like 70 different vaccines, 70 basically shots by the time they're 18 years old. And it's about like all this health risk and the measles and all of these things that are taking place. But one thing I want you to look at when you're watching and listening to these vaccine studies, number one, where's the money, right? I shared earlier on a podcast that I called CVS to cancel some prescription that the doctor gave me that I wasn't going to pick up because I didn't need it, you know, and all this stuff. Because a lot of it, I'm just like listening to myself about it. And they, right when I got off the phone, they said, do you want to come in for your flu shot? And I'm like, no, I wasn't calling about a flu shot. But then I was like, where's the money in the flu shot? So I posted on Facebook and I said, talk to me about people that are know the, in, the ins and outs of the flu shots. 
And like people are actually paid money in these pharmacies to give flu shots. Like pharma is actually supplying money to individual people who are getting flu shots and people that are in hospitals and work in medical areas, if they don't get a flu shot, they're kind of blackballed, right? They're kicked out. They have to wear different devices. They haven't had this flu shot. A lot of people that are getting sick, they get the flu actually have already received the flu shot. And a lot of people that have the vaccinations are getting sick anyway, right? It's just like a crazy experience. So I'm not all on the whole like no vaccine thing, but I think it's to pay attention and make an educated decision on the right way to do it. What we're doing to kids under the age of three with the amount of chemicals that we are putting in their body from a vaccine standpoint is out of control. Like it is super unhealthy. We would never do that to our own selves at such a young age. So that's one thing to think about when it comes to big four. Where Follow the money, folks. Follow the money. Then let's talk about the FDA. The FDA is an organization that is supposed to approve drugs entering the market that's supposed to be healthy for us to consume, right, for our bodies. But what's happening, if you read the research, the funding for the FDA has been cut. Cigarettes are a part of something that's being approved by the FDA, all right? They wanted this. The cigarette industry wanted this. They went and got it. This happened. This was happening Why I was leaving Philip Morris. It's like, why is the FDA, you know, the regulation of cigarettes and all that stuff, right? So tobacco products. So if you think of the FDA has been underfunded, there's less people that are there. Drug companies are using lobbyists to approve drugs much faster than the research that should be done. And they're not actually being determined what the long-term adverse effects of a lot of these drugs are because they're not actually doing the studies from it. And so when you think about a drug, a drug is actually a temporary fix for a long-term solution or a long-term problem. Now, don't get me wrong. We, I think we rely here in the United States way too much on Western medicine piece. And Western medicine's amazing if you're in a... Um, you know, if I break my arm, getting it fixed, great. If I need surgery on my left knee, great, fantastic. But from an everyday health standpoint, that is not the purpose of going to the doctor because they're already overwhelmed. They're understaffed. They can't work as fast as they can do with insurance. Nobody wants to do it. I remember Kate's dad told me he was an occupational um, orthopedic surgeon. He was an orthopedic surgeon and he retired, you know, like 20 years ago or something. Or 15 years ago, I'm not sure, but it was like 15 years ago. And he said he had three people when he left his practice that were all they did was deal with insurance companies trying to collect money. They were paying full free, three time, full three full time people just to collect money from dealing with insurance companies and how complicated it is. And it's only becoming more complicated as we move forward, where it's saying that this health standpoint is not a basic right. It's something that we have to earn. But the reality is, is in the United States, the most prosperous country that ever existed should actually have these basic rights for people, like for everyone. Should just be on the same thing. We should all just get the same care. Now, if you're super wealthy and you want your own private doctor, that's a different story. But at least from the top to the bottom of people that are in society, we should look, be there. Should be a way to make things standard, right? But what happens is the healthcare costs are skyrocketing, and so as people are becoming sicker, based off the things that I spoke about earlier this week, insurance costs for healthy people are going up because who? Who pays the cost for all the 
type 2 diabetes cases? Who's paying the cost for the heart transfers or all these stints that are getting put in? It's not the person that's having the surgery for the most part. It's the healthy people that are walking around, like let's say myself, you know, that are driving up the insurance premium rates. That is what's happening because healthcare is skyrocketing at an astronomical rate because the amount of people that are using it that need extra big time care is growing and growing and growing. So that is the, it's like, this is such a basic conversation to have about it. But what I want you to think about pharma and drugs is a cover for a symptom. It's not a cure, right? It stops a symptom from increasing. Hopefully that's the job of it. It doesn't actually fix the problem, right? So if it's saying like, I have a blocked heart, this drug, I don't know, I don't know. I'm just going to say I have a clogged artery, so this drug is going to loosen up the material that's there, but if I keep eating fried chicken, it's going to continue to block it, and then eventually one day that drug's not going to work anymore because you're just going to consume more. And it goes back to the conversation of free radicals and long-term versus short-term thinking. So when it comes to this from a place of supplementation, and a lot of people, you know, the, it's a billion, multi, multi, multi-billion dollar industry is the supplement world. So protein powders, BB, or BCAA, creatine supplements, multivitamin products, omega-3, vitamin D, like all of these things. And every year around the same time, usually happens around the spring or summer, there'll be some article about, that comes out about n- nutritional supplements, um, are not doing what they say they're doing, which is 100% correct. There are many brands that end up in the market because a lot of vitamin companies that end up on the market are filled with fillers. They're filled with chemicals. They're filled with things that are actually having adverse effects on our body because they're not regulated the way that drugs are. Could you imagine a heart medication that you are taking and you it doesn't work, right? That would be a problem. Right, that would be a big problem if all of a sudden it doesn't work. So with pharma, with a supplement like a multivitamin, for instance, on the shelf, if it doesn't work, so what? Like it's not that big of a deal because it's not regulated the same way that the pharmaceutical industry is. Okay, so what that means is a lot of products that are on the shelves actually aren't doing what they say they're doing because it's just going right through you. The the ingredients are horrible. They're causing it's just add negative effects on what the actual body is. You're not ingesting it. It's going out through your poop instead of actually dissolving inside of your system based off things that are added to the piece of machinery, based off what things that are added to the filler. So this goes back to the food conversation that we had earlier this week. This goes back into uh, just the long-term versus short-term thinking. So when it comes to your supplement base of what you actually want to look for, you want to look for a product that is pharmaceutical grade supplement. And it doesn't mean that it's made, it's made to the same standard or what a pharmaceutical drug is, right? It's not a drug, but it's made to the same quality standards. Growing up in manufacturing, I learned this a lot about quality standards with inside of a factory. And so when you're ingesting a pharmaceutical, when you're ingesting a supplement, you want to make sure you're finding a vitamin that actually has pharmaceutical grade. There's very few of them on the product because they're more expensive to make. That's why you'll find these pharmaceutical grade products are much more expensive, not much more, but they're more costly than saying like a Centrum 
silver for active adults 15 and over because those are actually manufactured by pharmaceutical companies and they're big profits and they're big money makers for the companies. And yes, they have some small benefit, but not. It's the same thing of the difference between driving like a used car and driving something like a Bentley, right? That's the way I look at it when you think of pharmaceutical grade supplements versus food grade standards, because most pharmaceutical or excuse me, most supplements are manufactured to food grade standards, just like most protein powders, just like you see all these bodybuilders come out with their own products. Like it's all leveled at the food grade standards, which regulation meaning it's the same as like producing an apple, right? And that's a food grade standard. You don't want to ingest something at a supplement level, just like organic versus non-organic food. You want chemicals on your food, non-chemicals, right? So it's about the place that's working healthy and good for you and what you should, how you actually should be consuming these things. All right. So now I want to talk or briefly go building off the supplements. Um, what's in, like, if you look at professional athletes, let's just take professional athletes because you hear this a lot where they'll fail drug tests. There's been proven out there that they're not necessarily taking drugs. What they're taking is just like a vitamin supplement. But that vitamin supplement contains fillers that ended up having people fail drug tests. And so this is really bad, right? Because we don't want to actually be taking vitamin supplements that are having us and helping us fail drug tests. We want to be taking vitamin supplements or products that follow manufacturing, strict manufacturing practices. And Kate, I learned this a long time ago when I started down on this health journey. I talk about USANA a lot and... Yes, USANA has, they produce skincare products, they have a food line, et cetera, that maybe hasn't been up to snuff of like better product qualities or products that are on the market, which is true. But their vitamins, hands down, are literally the best vitamin product that exists in North America that I have found. And it's not only myself, but also a thousand Olympic athletes. So you can go to kateandmikewatts.usana.com. I'll put the link in the description of this. And you can learn more about what those products are and find out what we actually consume. Or you can send me a message, an Instagram message at uh, Mike J. Watts, and I'll direct message and I'll help you out along those ways if you're looking for a pharmaceutical grade supplement. And the reason I know a lot of this because I used to watch athletes that were in the NBA or MLB, like play professional sports that would fail these drug tests. And I just knew, I was like, that's weird. Like, why would they go and take these drug tests? But when you really look back at what they actually were taking, the articles, it was about, um, it wasn't about drug tests. It was about, they're taking supplements, like multivitamin products and to get healthier. And I can hands down say, like, since I started taking a high quality pharmaceutical grade supplement, my life has become better. Like I'm sick far less like this whole winter. Everybody's like, I got the flu or I'm sick here and I'm sick there. And I'm just like, I'm not like, I haven't been sick all winter. I'm like a small runny nose for like a day and a half. And it's just every single winter. It's like the same story. Right. And it's, and I get my good sleep. At least I try to with a, with a daughter, you know, that doesn't sleep fantastically all the time. And I'm still operating a business. I still work out. I I stress my system, but I guarantee it's the nutrition that I'm putting in my body from a food standpoint and from a vitamin standpoint that I never have to worry about this. Like, I just don't worry. Like me getting sick is not something that I think about ever. And it's one of those things where as I found a good high quality supplement to help me through this and learning more and more and more about the supplement industry, 
Because if you think like a pre-workout shake, let's just take that from a supplement. A lot of people will be like, I need my pre-workout. I got to get my pre-workout on, folks. You know, and then they get jacked because it's loaded with caffeine and you're just set your heart rate off. Pounding, 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 pounding. And then all of a sudden you're just like, boom, 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 boom. And then you're like, yeah, I can go work out. But that's not necessarily good to jack our heart like that, that fast. And it's not from a long-term health perspective. It's not a good thing to be doing to our system. So with a lot of these over-the-counter pre-workouts, they're loaded with other caffeine. They're loaded with just like in filler products that are not good. Like heavy metals are found in these things. It's like stuff that you don't want to like traces of steroid type products. Like it's really bad. So that's why I'm saying is like to make sure you're paying attention to the over the counter products you're sticking in your market. That in, this includes nutrition, protein bars. This includes like really pay attention to who the companies that are producing those. A lot of these organic supplements, there was one that was uh Really, a really great health Douglas Laboratories, I believe, which was just bought by like Johnson and Johnson. And every time one of these big takeovers happen from these companies to I think it was Johnson and Johnson or some some big, big um, company like that or Nestle, they what the first thing they do is look at reducing the cost of the product and increasing the profit. So anytime one of these products, so it's or organic, what was it? Maybe it wasn't Douglas Laboratories, but it was. Um, it was like organic suns or something. It was one, it was a really well-known high quality vitamin supplement company that was bought by like, I think it was Nestle. And so the first thing that they do is they look at the bottom line. They look, how can we squeeze more profits out of this? And a lot of that goes back to the raw materials. If you happen to follow the food babe, I talked to her about a lot about her yesterday. She's launching her own supplement line and she, her videos are spot on of things I've known about for years. You know, and it's just like what they're sticking in their ingredients. And the biggest thing that happens is with ingredients that are put into your products and getting really good, high quality suppliers. The reason people products don't want to do that because it drives up the cost of the product and they don't want to do that. One thing that I've seen with USANA, they've actually stopped selling products when the raw materials declines and they're just like, we can't get it anymore. So we have to stop selling it and try to find a new raw material supplier, which they end up doing, which is why I recommend their products from a supplement perspective. So the biggest piece that I say when it comes to your supplements and paying attention to big pharma is number one, if you take all these drugs, is do I need to? Like it's good questions because when you watch these pharmacy commercials, these um, these drug commercials on TV, overweight, weight gain, emotional roller coaster rides, depression, like in death, right? To like let's say it's gonna fix one little thing. Is there something else you can do outside besides popping a drug to help your system regain? and to build a stronger immune system or a build a stronger system to help you grow and become healthier. And I think it's really important for to take ourselves responsible for what we're actually doing and what we're putting in our pie hole, right? What we stick into our mouth on a weekly basis is vitally important for the future and the health of our life and the future and health of our society and to keep our brain working and the functions correctly. Like yesterday, I started brushing my teeth with my left hand. Because I don't usually do that. It challenges a different part of my brain to, to brush my teeth with my left hand. It's kind of weird. I give it a shot. So it's just like always kind of messing things up, like trying things, messing the norm of what we believe is the norm in our life and to create a different layout of health for ourselves. So that's the deal with all the supplements. Um, it is a very dangerous slope to be playing if you do play in those games and pay very, very close attention to the products that you're consuming. 
a lot of great marketing. I remember a few years ago, there was this product called Visalis that was taking over and people were losing tremendous amounts of weight. Um, they, I think they renamed it and they renamed it something else. And, but there was, then I started reading blog posts about people that have been consuming these products for a few years. The company went from zero to like $600 million in like two to three years. It exploded. It was one of the biggest network marketing companies on the planet during that time. Companies no longer exist, right? No longer exist. And people were saying that they had adverse reactions to the, to the, the shakes that they were consuming. This happens every single day with products that we are sticking off our shelves, even stuff at Whole Foods, right? Stuff that's at Whole Foods or your local thing, your local nutrition store that you feel and you think it's a really great product, et cetera, and you go home, but it's like, follow, do a little bit of research before ingesting that. What is the highlight of what those products are? Are the vitamins made to pharmaceutical grade? Because we want to make sure that we're following from that standpoint. And it's the same thing like in the essential oil business, when you get into the oil business and high quality essential oils versus a lot of other cheaper things. Um, and it just goes on. It's the same thing why I talked about yesterday when it comes to our food. So I would say just pay attention to what it is you're consuming, especially when it comes to your multivitamin and health regimen, and be very, very um, disciplined in exactly what you're going to co continually put into your system. And same thing with our kids. Don't feed them gummies because that's straight sugar. Don't Gummy vitamins are stupid. Don't feed them in adult gummy vitamins or even dumber. Um, don't feed them Flintstones because really look at the carbohydrate rate and the sugar rate on these children's vitamins. We don't need to be giving them sugar in what their vitamin is. It's supposed to be a multivitamin. So pay attention to what it is you're giving your children, uh, as well, because they are the future and we don't want to make them dumb by feeding them a bunch of sugar. And as we talked about yesterday, the society of stupidity that we are becoming because of all the food that we're consuming, the drugs that we're consuming, the things that we're listening to, what we're watching, what we're paying attention to. And frankly, just, we just pay attention to the leadership of this country, how it takes us down a rabbit hole. That is Mike Watts coming to you on the five-part health series that we have going on. I Man, I had a lot to say on this. That is for sure. And I could go on this for even longer. But just to end it off, it's about personal responsibility. It's about you and me and our spouses and our partners and our families and our parents really claiming personal responsibility for what they're actually doing. Because what I see now is all of a sudden, it's like, let's say our parents get sick and they want the responsibility of their children to take care of them. And that's freaking selfish. Because if they've lived their life of 50 years smoking, drinking, eating crap, just to make sure themselves feel good about stuff they didn't want to deal with, and then all of a sudden I got to take care of them the last 20 years of their life because they couldn't keep up with it. And that's super draining on myself. And the, frankly, it's just selfish. Like, stop thinking about yourself all the time during this process, not necessarily saying you are, but like the biggest thing is think about like, how do I want to live the rest of my life with my kids? Like, how do I want to live the rest of my life with Penelope? Do I want her to take care of me? No. Do I know the future? No. But at least I can make the small decisions now to really help the process because there's no way in hell that I'm going to live my life reliance that the, that all of a sudden Penelope is going to take care of me. No freaking way because I want to be active until the day I die and kick the bucket and have a great fulfilled life with her and Kate and my other daughter that will be arriving soon to explore the planet with. And instead of saying, 
I am addicted to sugar or I'm addicted to this product or I drink every night or whatever that may be, that is what's controlling your life. I think look at it from a different perspective. What's a way that I can live prosperous to hang out with these people in my life that I want to for as long as I possibly can? Because the truth is, it's short. We have a very short existence and period of time on this planet. And we have one way we can do it. We can not treat ourselves well about it and it might probably won't be very happy why we're here or take care of ourselves and live a really fulfilled life towards the end of the time. Thank you guys so much for listening and we'll see you tomorrow or the next day or whenever the next day. And we're going to talk about other stuff. Cheers. Later. What's up, people? Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. One last thing before we close it out and let you get back to your day. I've put together a free giveaway, actually, on MikeJWatts.com. You can go check it out now, but it's download my free three tools to make your business life easier starting now. And I gave away three simple tips and things that we use in our business that hands down make our life easier, that allows for scale it allows for solid operating structures so we can scale to the next level of revenue. So you can get that free giveaway. It's a PDF download. You just type it in. Plus, you'll also be on my weekly newsletter that goes out every Friday. And I really love it because it's three to four things that I really found valuable in the week and that hopefully you enjoy as well. So you can get all that downloaded over at MikeJWatts.com. You can sign up for the newsletter there. And I'll see you guys on the next episode of Project Life. Cheers. Cheers.